Welcome to GoPro, a podcast dedicated to giving athletes the tools to transition, transform, and achieve their greater purpose in life. Get ready to go pro. Welcome back to the GoPro podcast. This is your host, Nate Brown, as always. First and foremost, want to give a huge shout out to all the moms out there on this Mother's Day. Thank you for all the countless sacrifices you guys make and all the hard work that you do that sometimes goes unnoticed. You mean the world to all of us, and thank you so much for all that you do. We have a very special guest today. She is an Ivy League scholar, an author, established businesswoman, two-time cancer survivor. Oh, and she just happens to also be the greatest mother on the planet. Please give a warm welcome today to our guest, my mom, Wanda Brown. Oh, thank you, Nate. It's so great to be here. Now, any other setting, calling you Wanda would definitely get me in some hot water. But just for today, I'm going to ask for our listeners that you forgive me this once and let this one slide. Absolutely. So every few episodes, I like to throw our guests a little curveball just to kind of kick things off. So my first question to you is, if your younger self met you today, what would make them proud and what would they be disappointed in? Oh, that's a good question. Let's see here. My younger self would be proud that I have, uh, let's see here, two amazing children and a wonderful husband uh, in Nate and Kayla and my husband, Robert. And uh, she would be disappointed that I said I was going to go skydiving, but I still haven't done it. Wow, that's a shock because I remember we got you those skydiving tickets for your birthday last month and you still haven't gone. I know. So we'll have to talk about that off the record. But going into these episodes, I usually like to give our guests an outline, but today I'm going to do things a little differently. Wanda, I'd like to give you the floor and share anything you'd like today with our guests. It could be your story, um, to what you do on a day-to-day, or just any insightful information that comes to comes to mind. Sure. So thank you so much, Nate. I'm so proud of you uh, and all that, all that you're doing. So, you know, I think I'll, I'll tell my story. I know that you shared, um, when your, your podcast first started in your introduction, you shared about uh, the fact that I'm a two-time cancer survivor. So um, I just wanted to share with you kind of my story because I don't, I don't know that you even you know the, the full story. So um, my story really begins with, with this question, how long do I have to live? That was the question I asked my doctor when he diagnosed me with stage three ovarian cancer. Uh, just a few weeks before, I had gone to the doctor for what I thought was a routine checkup. And, um, you know, he, he discovered a mass and they said they wanted me to go into surgery immediately. Well, I, I said, I, there's no way I can do that because at the time, I think within a week or two, you were about to have your official visit at Mizzou. Uh, official sign-in day hadn't happened yet and we had planned a, planned a party for you. So I, I told the doctor, absolutely not. Let's, uh, uh, let's wait. I didn't think it was anything anyway. And so, uh, and so he said, okay, two weeks, but one day after that, I want you here in surgery. And so that's exactly what happened. I, I went into surgery and, uh, and here I am on this day, sitting in the uh, doctor's office on that exam table with my, my legs swinging off the side, looking at my doctor saying, how long do I have to live? 
And uh, his response changed my life. Uh, my doctor looked at me and he said, speak to your body and tell it to heal. And so that's what I did. You know, I, I spoke to my body and, you know, we are praying people. And so I spoke God's word over my body through the, the chemo, through the surgery, through the weight loss. I know, Nate, you remember when I, I lost about uh, 40 pounds um, because of the, the sickness from the chemo. Um, but the good news is after several months, I recovered. And I went back to doing the work that I love, serving serving clients and, and transforming companies. And uh, I actually thought cancer wouldn't come back again. And then four years and some months later, I was with the oncologist, my husband and I, and um, you know we heard these words, Miss Brown, um, the cancer is back and we recommend that you go into surgery immediately, go into chemo immediately. And so at that point, Nate, I'll tell you, I cried. You know, I cried from the disappointment and the disconnect between doing everything that I knew to stay cancer free and the facts in that pathology report, which said, you know, the cancer is back. And I know so many of you can can relate to that disconnect. You know, some of you, you know, you worked every, you worked so hard. You did everything in your power to to get drafted into a professional sport and it didn't happen. Or maybe you went for that dream job. You did everything. You got the grades, you did the internships, you networked, you did everything possible to get that dream job. Or maybe you you studied really hard for that perfect grad school, that, that dream uh, school that you were trying to get into and uh, and it didn't happen. And so now you're faced with a disconnect between the dream and reality. Well, you know, I know exactly what you're, how, how you're feeling because that's exactly where I was. And, you know, for me, the turning point came one day when I heard the word rest. I discovered that rest means to be supported by something in a way that helps you stay in position. And for me, I needed to stay in a position of hope and faith and full expectation that I would uh, not only survive cancer, but thrive on the other side. And so in that, in those months of going through the chemo and the surgeries and, and really just getting quiet and listening, I began to wonder, you know, is it possible that the obstacle or the adversity that I was facing, is it possible that it was happening for me, not just to me? And in that process, in, in the process of getting quiet and, and asking that question, I discovered that the obstacle, the adversity that I was going through was actually paving a way for success and, and, and really stepping into something that was bigger than I had ever dreamed. The process that I developed that really helped me get through the process was called uh, REST, R-E-S-T. And so the R is for remember who you are which is really what my doctor was saying, remember who you are and how strong you are and how powerful and smart you are. And that as you're going through whatever obstacle you're facing, maybe yours isn't cancer, maybe again, it's something else, but just remember when you're going through, you get to determine the words you speak and the thoughts you think. You get to determine even your identity. I know when I was going through through cancer, people would often ask, you know, Wanda, how, how are you feeling? And I would always say this. I would say, I am a healed person doing everything I can to protect my health. I am not the sick trying to get well. 
And so for some of you, you have to, you know, figure out who your identity is when you're going through. You know, the world might look at what you're going through and say you're failing, but you get a chance to reframe whatever you're going through and live inside of that. You get to determine whether or not you're going to be the hero or the victim of your story. So just remember how powerful you are. The E stands for expand. We have to expand our perspective when we're going through any type of adversity or, or facing an obstacle and realize that it's not just about us, but we have to create space for the right people to show up, to walk alongside of us. And when we create that space, those people are able to step into what we're going through and bring their talents, their compassion, their skills. You know, sometimes when we're going through obstacles or our, our dreams aren't coming true, we want to hide. But that's an opportunity actually to be bold and to ask for help. Because when we allow other people to help us, they are helped in exchange. And so that's the E. The S is for self-care. You know, we have to think about self-care. Certainly I did when I was going through cancer. I had to really think about my self-care from a, a physical, emotional, spiritual, and financial perspective. You know, how many of you have ever been through something and if your finances are jacked up, I don't care what you're going through, it makes it so much harder. And then the last is T. So T is for take action. I had to really choose a dream that would give my life purpose as I was going through my adversity and then take action to bring it to pass. And so for me, that was a book. I wrote this book and the book is called Rest is Healing for the Soul. And it allowed me to not only tell my story, but I invited 20 other women who were also going through cancer or chronic illness to tell their stories as well. The beautiful thing was these women ranged in age from in their early 20s to in their 70s. And some of the 20 year olds were, were dealing with some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. It became just a wonderful opportunity for me to, to do something that was bigger than myself, even when I was going through my own journey with cancer. And so, you know, that's the R-E-S-T uh, approach that I took. For those of you that are listening, you know, perhaps you're going through a battle with your health, or maybe you're at another end of the spectrum. You're going through something that's really robbing you of your joy and your hope, regardless of where you are uh, along that spectrum. You know, I encourage you to put this this method of R-E-S-T into action. It made a difference for me, and I know it'll make a difference for you. And then, you know, really just in closing, as I reflect back on that question that uh, I asked my doctor when he diagnosed me with, with cancer, which is, how long do I have to live? You know, what I've discovered after going through cancer two times is you know, the, the real question is not really how long do we have to live, but it's what do we do with the time that we are given? And so, Nate, I just want to thank you for the opportunity to share my story. Wow, that is an amazing story. And I've, I've heard versions of it, but nowhere near that detailed. And, and I just want to thank you for opening up for our listeners and, and sharing something of that magnitude. Because a lot of times, you know, as we go through life, our problems are are minuscule compared to life and death and being on that <laughs> being on that hospital bed and actually fighting for your life and in the midst of all that you were still able to impact others and and really find find your identity and, and come out even stronger than, than you came in. So 
I want to thank you again for coming on the GoPro podcast. I'll, uh, I guess I'll meet you upstairs at the dinner table <laughs> until COVID is over. But thank you guys so much for tuning in again to the GoPro podcast. Um, I'm your host as always, and tune in next week for our new episode. Take care, guys. Thanks for listening to the GoPro podcast with your host, Nate Brown. Feel free to leave a review and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify.